it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Welcome back to Sales with Sully. Hi, everyone. This is Scott Sullivan, and I'll be your host and your guide for the next 30 minutes as I lead you through the twists and turns and everything, the mountaintops, the valleys, everywhere we go that's called sales and marketing. Right here on Inspired News Radio every single week, we take your comments, your questions, your concerns, your anything that you want to put out there on at Sales with Sully on Instagram, on uh, Facebook, on my Facebook page, or on Twitter, of course, or on LinkedIn, just under Scott Sullivan. Or you can just go to inspirednewsradio.com and fill out the form if you want to get in, weigh in on the conversation. Every week, we take your comments, your questions, your concerns, and we craft those into a show. And what we try and do, our goal here, is to simply make you a better sales and marketing professional. We have a strong uh, opinion and belief system that sales and marketing is a uh, very noble profession and that everybody should try and strive to get better at it every single week and learning from the past experiences of people with you know, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of experience is the easiest and simplest way to actually take those nuggets and integrate them into your sales process and f- sifting out the wheat and the, from the chaff and finding out those things that work best for you. Remember, like we always say, people buy from people they know, like, and trust, and you have to do that first. You know, you, you know, first make a friend, then make a sale. That's what they are. That's what they've said for a lot of years. Uh, so here on Inspired News Radio, every week we do uh, the Sales with Sully show, and I am your host, Scott Sullivan. And boy, did I kick over a hornet's nest this week. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I have to tell you, I threw out on social media a prospect uh, question, I mean a a question about a prospect list, about customer list. I just threw it out there, just a... It was a simple, soft little, you know, softball. Just lobbed it out there as a question. And boy, you would have thought that I just had started World War III. You guys have got a huge amount of passion around this. So let me tell you what we did and how it came about and how this show has been (laughs) crafted from those comments. So here was the question I asked. If you have a prospect list, do you protect it like gold? Do you guard it like gold or do you share it with everyone? And oh my gosh, that simple question just started everywhere. And then it morphed into a customer list, which was different than a prospect list, but a customer list. So, and then we did kind of started down that path. Is it gold or is it, you know, is it something to be shared with everyone? And and we're going to take the prospect list first and talk about it, and then we're going to come back to um, back to the customer list. <laughs> so, wow! Oh my gosh! I can't believe that we had this. We've started this uh, conversation, and there was tons of passion around it because there were people that would that came from the camp that said. 
you know, what is a prospect list? First, let's define it. Then they said, under no circumstances do you ever share it with anybody because that's your, you know, that becomes your IP, intellectual property, for lack of a better term. And then you had some people that said, well, if you're so scared, you know, why are you worried? If you're if you're a strong relationship salesperson, what do you care? Give you know, give your name and phone numbers of your prospects to anybody because if you feel like you can outsell them, and you know, if you have a strong enough uh, sales relationship or you know those types of things you know if you're taking care of your prospect then there's no you should have no fear of them you know talking to another you know potential salesperson or a potential company or all those other things so this conversation went back and forth and back and forth and there was really no general consensus other than Wow, I know this is going to be a shocker and a revelation, but salespeople have a tendency to have a little bit of ego. Oh my gosh, did how would we have known that if we hadn't stuck that out there on social media this week? <laughs> so, so the general consensus seemed to fall down into one of two camps: either you know you you guard your prospect list you know pretty closely because it's not, and this is this is. Again, I'm opening this up for more conversation because I think this is really important that salespeople have this conversation. It's not that you're operating from fear. It's that if you've worked hard and diligent to find, you know, I want to say niche customers because anybody can pick up a yellow pages right and you can open the yellow pages i know you guys are all looking at me like what the hell did he just say what the what's a yellow pages i mean if you're under 20 you have no idea what i'm talking about anybody can open yelp or open up a you know review site or any of those other things online and they can find a name and a number you can go to linkedin for god's sakes and you can find a name and a number of the company you can probably go to their website and find a contact me page and call their 800 number and say hi this is scott Sullivan." and I'm trying to reach Joe Smith and you know get past the gatekeeper and dial for dollars and all those other things that that go along with that finding a name and a number generally what we're talking about here is probably not a prospect list that's probably not the list we're talking about that's a database of names and numbers of people that fit a certain criteria and you can go to data companies data mining companies and you can probably buy those for a couple dollars a piece and they'll give you a name email address and a phone number and you can do with them as you please you can call them you can email them you can spam them whatever you want to do those are not what we are considering to be prospects that's not a prospect we believe that a prospect has had some type of qualification applied to it so i have a name so i have joe smith i know the name of his company i have his email address and i have his phone number but what i also have is i have if i'm selling b2b business to business then i have what's his business do does he fit my demographic does he fit does do what i is the solution that i am selling is it something that he may or may not have a problem with am i selling a solution that he's already worked out a solution for and is my solution better faster cheaper what what's my value proposition and how does that value proposition apply to that particular name and phone number that's when we qualify them as a prospect 
So, so I hope this makes sense to you. I hope what we're what we're trying to do is I know where it sounds like that I'm just parsing words. It sounds like that I'm just you know peeling back a little bit of the onion and saying, well, that's not really a prospect. That's a name and number out of a phone book. Okay, that's I, I want to make absolutely sure that we have that we've come to the first thing and that is the definition of what a prospect is and the prospect list because we spent a lot of time this week on social media having this exact conversation and this exact conversation was is that's not a prospect that's those were the words that were came through on social media loud and clear by lots of people that's not a prospect you know that's a name and a phone number and you have absolutely no idea because you haven't had any conversation with them yet you don't you've done no research there's nothing to say whether or not that prospect could turn into a suspect or that suspect can turn into a prospect, can turn into a qualified prospect. And it doesn't matter what bucket you put them in. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page when we're talking about this list. So if we have a list of people, companies, names and phone numbers with email addresses, you know, contact information for a group of people, because the the one thing that you can have is right now, if, if you were selling into the Ford Motor Company and you it doesn't matter. I just pick a. I pick them at random. But if you actually had a product or a solution that would fit into the Ford Motor Company, you don't know if they're a prospect or a suspect, or if they even need what you're selling, uh, or if they even have a a desire for that particular solution. You just have a name, and you could say, "I have the Ford Motor Company in pick a headquarters, Detroit, Michigan, and here's their 800 number." Is that really a prospect? Mm, you know, I don't think so. Even if you have somebody's name, here's Joe Smith at Ford Motor Company, and he's the executive vice president of product. Okay. Do you think he makes that decision all on his own? Probably not. It's probably a committee. It's probably a, there's probably a multitude of people within the organization that have to, that are called stakeholders that have to buy off or sign off or, and it also depends on your product or your solution. Are you selling a $19.99, you know, a a a $19.99 part? Are you selling a $19 million, you know, ERP solution? There's so all of that has to come into play as to what really is a prospect. And, and I didn't want to spend the first you know 15 minutes of this broadcast talking about what a prospect is, but I think that what happened over the course of the week in social media was the definition of the word prospect was really, really important. Because now if you take the the new definition let's talk about the new world definition if you take this this group of phone numbers and names of companies and people that you have invested time and energy into which means you have had a phone call you've done a survey maybe you've you know sent them some email information they have replied back you start to have a little bit of a track record you start to now understand a little bit of their motivation and whether or not they're a they're ready for what you're selling your solution now or if they they're, you know, somewhere in the you know the next six months or the next year, depending on your sales cycle, all these other things, you've started to put some qualification around. So what I look at when I have this conversation is you can have a piece of clay 
and that piece of clay is a prospect or just a, a, a name and a phone number. And then you start to mold that clay into what your customer looks like. You've determined that you know you're you're trying to talk to you know companies that have 50 you know employees or more. Do they qualify for that? Check. Okay, you stick an arm on there or a leg or a head, and all of a sudden when you're done, there's a person standing there, and that becomes your prospect. That story may not, or that analogy may not hold water with you, and it may not be the exact way, but what I'm trying to say is we're adding value. We added value to that name and that phone number, which then makes it a prospect. Having then defined that clearly in social media this week, as we were having our roundtable and our people that we talked to and our, our my mentor and some other folks that are, you know, that that I am mentoring and we have this this online conversation and and some time on the phone, the general consensus then becomes as soon as you add value to it and it becomes a quote unquote air quotes prospect list, now it's worth guarding and it becomes gold. If it's just a database of names and numbers that haven't really had a lot of value add put onto them, give it to anybody. You know, sell it, give it away. You have there's no fear because you don't have any relationship built you have there's no reason that, that they would even know your name when that's a whole nother episode when we talk about the the range of you know the somebody who knows you versus who you know so it's they wouldn't even recognize you the name of, of your company or what you do then they're probably not a prospect right they're just a name and number on a database that then gives it a different context. And I wanted to make sure that on this broadcast this particular week that we were talking about what are you guarding. If if you now take that information and you pass it back down to the masses, almost everybody, almost everyone, I mean very, very high 90 percentile uh, level and above says now you have something that's worth guarding. Now you have a quasi relationship all the way up to a full-blown relationship because now on that list you have people with varying levels of relationship on there so if you have a relationship scale of like a one to a ten and you have you know one to five means they're just a name and number on a sheet and now this sheet is nothing but fives and above those become real prospects and now that you have something to preserve those become things that you you know you want to make absolutely sure that you're guarding like gold and they're not just scraps of paper so here's another analogy or here's another story that we talked about if you have a stack of business cards sitting on your desk right now, which you, if you're listening to this in, in your office or at your uh, desk, and you have a stack of business cards that you are, you know, air quoting as prospects, they're not in your CRM anywhere. They're just a stack of business cards sitting there. Maybe you have some notes on the back. You know, what would happen? if that stack of business cards went away, would your life tomorrow be devastated? Would you have to change your entire you know, course of action tomorrow because that stack of cards is gone? Then those are prospects and they should be guarded a whole lot more, right? Because you could have janitorial service tonight just dust off your desk and you know half of them could fall in the trash can and you not even know about it. That could be 
you know, devastating. If that stack is just for reference and that you have, you know, once in a while or when you're looking for Joe's contact information, uh, it's easier to grab a stack of business cards because you know he's like the 13th one down and you know what the business card looks like because you're a visual learner and you just skim through them and find it when you get ready to make the phone call, then it's, you know, you already have a relationship with, with Joe. He's probably already in your phone or he's in your CRM or, you know, so, you know, there's a whole different, there's a whole different mindset. So that stack of business cards, is it a prospect list or is it just a data reference base, right? Is it just a database for reference of being able to find people? And if it is, maybe it's time to, you know, purge the clutter. Maybe it's time to put those into the CRM and give them to the rest of your colleagues. Maybe make those available, you know, publicly to everybody and say, here are some folks that I met at the last trade show that I haven't, you know, had a chance to build a relationship with and I'm super busy with the business that I have right now. Why don't some of my colleagues go, you know, and call these people because they're all, you know, fantastic opportunities. They just haven't been vetted yet. That's that's sort of what came out of this week. Now we took that and we took it a step further and somebody in all of their wisdom said okay i get it if you have a prospect list that is of this caliber and this done and this value add okay that makes sense then they went a step further and said okay what if they're customers what if the customer what if they're already they've already transacted with you what if some point you've sent them an invoice some point you've taken their money whether it's been business to business business to consumer um, you you somewhere along the way there has been value changed hands whether it's a barter system or cash or you invoiced them or whatever happened but now they become what's called a customer and the customer means that they have actually you know bought something from you or exchanged things of value well the general consensus was immediately i mean without it didn't even it wasn't even a moment's hesitation that list is gold right that that list is gold and you want to protect that with everything that you have because you've already proven that your solution works for them and you want to make absolutely sure that's your very first list that you are going to preserve because from that and this is where i thought it got real interesting this week talking about it on social media was half of the people said well that's your data mining you're going to find referrals you're going to find testimonials you're going to find case studies from that list then the other half was saying or you know another third was saying well of course you're going to protect that list because next time you have a product or service that fits anywhere near the need the the most likely person that's going to buy from you is somebody who's bought from you before so so that's why the customer list became this just, you know, lock it in the vault, protect it, treasure it with everything that you've got because that it has nothing to do with your ego, it has nothing to do with your skill set, it has nothing to do with the with anything around you and how you react to them. It has 100% to do with the fact is that that person has decided or agreed that what you offer is worth their hard-earned money and they're willing to give it to you which puts them in a different class and a different caliber of database a different list if you will so so that's why we talked a lot about prospects and we talked a lot about customers this week and boy i tell you until we got 
to the, this whole prospect list. When I say the word prospect list, there is this massive ambiguity about the personal mindset of what a prospect list is and i think that as you start to to niche down what a prospect list is you start to get some you know you you start to coalesce into what it's worth and and what its value is but if you just handed somebody you know a book for lack of a better term i'm going to say the yellow pages again because you know that's that's how we used to dial and smile and dial for dollars and all those you know people that were advertising they had money they would put them in in yellow page ads so at least they were advertising their business because they wanted people to be uh you know they wanted to buy wanted people to buy from them for their products or services it made it real easy as a place to go to to find names and numbers to call and talk to people so uh, if somebody just handed you a Yellow Pages book and said, "Here you go, uh, here's my prospect list. <laughs> you know, here's here are the here's the phone book for Brooklyn. You know, put all these in the CRM because that's my that those are my customers. That's not worthy of protection. That's not worthy of of the means that we talked about. But as soon as you bolt on or clamp on a little bit of value add, you start to qualify them. You start to understand who they are and what they do. Then the consensus started to to come out so i think it was really important this week talking about you know this particular topic not only a because prospect and customer lists and all that are important but b i think the 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 terminology right if i if i say i do this in some of my seminars every once in a while i'll pass out an index card and a pencil to everybody on the in the room so you know 500 people in the room everybody gets an index card and i tell them to turn it over to the blank side and draw a light bulb right i just tell them all don't look at your neighbor don't look don't get any inspiration from anywhere else just draw a light bulb and you just be you would be shocked at, at how many people draw an incandescent light bulb you know what i'm talking about it has a base that screws in has a glass bulb that comes up and it has two wires and a filament and then the, then there's a whole group of people that draw a little curly hue which is called a compact fluorescent you know bulb <laughs> lamp um the the compact fluorescent is sort of like the next generation if there are some people out there that have no idea what a light bulb looks like because they grew up in a world where everything was an inc- was a uh, compact fluorescent. Then you have some people that you know draw a an LED or they draw so so the the concept of the word you know describe in picture or describe to me what a light bulb is could be different from person to person just like the word prospect could be different from person to person so once you start to put some definition around it then it starts to coalesce into an actual um, understanding in a group that are like-minded that's why I think this this week was really important from an exercise standpoint is because I think it also spurred a lot of conversation about what is a prospect. What What is a prospect? It's not a list of names and phone numbers. Nobody cares about that, it, especially if it didn't cost you anything or, or you had to put any work into it. If you just had somebody hand you a piece of paper with 40 names and numbers on it, that's there's not a lot in that yet because you haven't put any value into it but it has some value there's some intrinsic value because you don't have to go look those people up you don't have to go find them you don't have to dig them out they be 
they become what a lot of people on social media this week refer to as a lead. So they're a lead, and you turn them into a prospect when you actually bolt on and add some value to it. I hope you have enjoyed this week as much as I have. This has been a fun week on Sales with Sully, a fun social experiment going on out there when we talk about prospects and and prospect lists and customer lists and all those great things. I hope you got a couple of nuggets out of this week. Uh, Of course, you can always go to at Sales with Sully on Instagram, on Facebook, on uh, Twitter. You can find me on LinkedIn under Scott Sullivan. You can weigh in at inspirednewsradio.com. You can give us your feedback, your opinion. You can tell Tell me you like it, you hate it, you love it. Uh, every every comment's welcome. We don't have we don't uh, <laughs> we don't have any ego about all of that. We absolutely love to hear from you. If you haven't already, please just go right now to the bottom of the page and subscribe to Sales with Sully. That way, every week when a new episode comes out, you'll get a notification that says, hey, it's time to listen to Sales with Sully this week. Our goal is real simple. Make you a better sales and marketing professional each and every week. That's what we do. I really appreciate it. I couldn't do what I do without you, the listener. Every week I say the same thing when I sign off. Go out and sell something. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.